0: Hey, what's up? I'm Red Novak from The Tide Show. Thank you so much for listening to 88.9 The Bridge and welcome back to a new episode. In today's show, we're gonna be covering kind of what to do with political anxiety and I had a different episode planned on guilt so we're also going to be talking about guilt a little bit and I think that plays really well into what we're actually going to be covering today but given the recent events I just think it's really important that we have a conversation about this because not talking about it isn't going to make things any better and I think a lot of us are feeling super overwhelmed on pretty much everything in our lives right now so we might as well just learn how to manage that a little bit better so please stick around I'd love to have you so yeah let's hop right on to it before I cover this sort of political anxiety and the recent events that we're feeling all of the chaos that's kind of going on in the world right now I thought we would just take a moment and just take a deep breath I think we all need it it's crazy man oh my goodness okay so let's take a couple deep breaths all right amazing and let's just take a moment to notice our surroundings, ground yourself, do whatever you need to do to feel most present in this moment. Maybe you're driving, don't close your eyes, that is so dangerous, but please just center yourself, close your eyes, listen to the things around you, you hear my voice, what else do you hear? what colors do you notice? Get yourself a nice glass of water, a snack. Get hydrated. Get yourself that water. Get yourself that nutrients that you need. Okay? So, let's kind of jump right on in. I don't literally don't know where to start. As you know, the the capital attack, that was crazy. I mean, I remember sitting on my phone yesterday. I was scrolling through TikTok as one normally does right after they've been exhausted through school and I was like, "What? Like, w- what?" And um I I was Honestly, the sad thing is I wasn't that surprised. I mean, it was pretty crazy. Like, that's insane. And I all of a sudden got this like overwhelming, just like, what am I doing here? Like what? I felt so powerless. And I think a lot of people felt that. There was this big chaos that we couldn't control and it makes you feel really small. But at the same time, it's crazy because we're living through like literal, like historical events. Um, especially with the chaos that we deal in our normal everyday lives, just added world chaos on top of that feels crazy, but it's also such a different experience because like, you know, we're sitting here in our bedrooms, in our offices, just hearing this crazy stuff play out, but we can't see it. We can't really talk about it. And we're just isolated to this extent of it feels so big, like I don't think I've even processed it yet. And it'll probably take a while for me to process, to be honest, because it's insane. I mean, heck, I'm still back in March from when we first went into lockdown. So I just like to take a little bit of time to just kind of give you a couple ways to de-stress and help manage that political anxiety you might be feeling right now. And I am in by no means a political show. We have a lot of other really good political coverage on 88 Night of the Bridge if you want to check that out. Um, I'm not going to be diving too deep into the politics of it because I just want to give you guys a break from the world for a second and just think about how to best take care of yourself in this moment. So the most important thing to do right now is just be aware in a lot of different ways. be aware of how much time you're spending engaging with this political content. How often a day are you listening to the radio or watching the television? Do you roll out of bed in the morning, turn on the news, and then you go to sleep with reading the news on your phone? I mean 24-7 news content? It's really good to be informed. Like, it's super important to feel engaged and be informed in what's happening in today's society, but also at the same time, give yourself a break. It's not good to have a constant stream of political and news and crazy stuff and just chaos going through your brain 24 seven. Give yourself a break to just be like, okay, just think about how this content makes you feel when you consume it. If it makes you feel super anxious, as does a lot of people, or depressed or hopeless or confused, then just figure out what sources you can cut. And during this break time, it's also really good to just, again, be aware and be open to being curious about what's happening. You gotta give yourself time to process it and make sure that you're getting this news from primary sources. It's so important to fact check your information for opinion reasons and also just, it kinda makes you look like a fool if you're just getting stuff off of one source, like, Wikipedia yeah your history teacher from middle school is gonna come for you when she heard you just read a Wikipedia page or just saw an Instagram picture with a caption under it that said something regarding a fact that you don't even know if it's true just give it a quick Google search like check out the information surrounding the topic just be more informed but at the same time like I said before give yourself a break the world is crazy but you also gotta just give yourself time to give yourself time to take care of what you need I know you You can get in so many political debates with your friends and family that might not have the same opinion as you but it's really important to be mindful of who's around you when you're sharing your opinions and it's just really important to be open to learning about other points of view you know we can get so stuck on the i'm right viewpoint that you don't want to ever learn any new information but i'm gonna quote my band teacher mr bixby if you out there i love you um he said today in our band class nobody's gonna take away your moral standpoint that you have in your own head. You can't take away the civic thoughts in your head. They can't take that. Nobody can make you think a certain way. You always have your own opinions. It's another really important thing is just self-assessing your interest. Like, what is your main goal in digesting this media? What is your main goal in having this conversation with somebody about politics? Do you want to spread awareness? Do you want to do you want to make this person feel crappy about their political beliefs because if so you that's probably not the best thing to do like i said before it's really important to practice self-care literally like even just the basics like sleeping enough eating enough maybe going for a walk or two getting some fresh air that can really help with the stress we're feeling right now and take action you can feel so powerless in these times and that can increase so much feelings inside of you whether it's hopelessness depression low self-esteem it's just really important that you are voicing your opinions Um, you can join political organizations campaign for a cause you believe in or volunteer with the community group, take action, do something about it, um, and also just be open. If you're having a conversation with somebody that has completely different viewpoints than you, it's really important that you understand where they're coming from. You don't have to think they're right. You don't have to think they're right at all. You could think their points are absolutely terrible, but it's important to listen to them and think about what you would want if you were in that position. And Try to show compassion. Although, this is something you do not have to do. If somebody is making blatantly racist, sexist, homophobic, ableist comments, you can excuse yourself don't have to listen to something that can be harmful to yourself or to somebody you love and like what i mentioned before with take action it's if you hear somebody saying something that's harmful to others speak up kind of take action for what you believe is right this kind of plays into the next topic i wanted to talk about um what i originally had planned was talking about guilt And I think that that's a really interesting topic to talk about right now because you may be feeling privileged guilt. Privileged guilt is all around us and especially in this environment, this harsh political environment. These things are happening to your peers and your friends and your family but it's not happening to you and you have so much privilege behind that. Well this is my biggest piece of advice for you is guilt doesn't do anything by itself. Guilt isn't going to solve anything. It's important that you recognize your privilege. Check your privilege. Recognize it and see what you can do. And just recognize that it's okay to feel this guilt. But at the same time, know that guilt doesn't act on its own. But you can use it as a fuel for action. Take that guilt. Make things better. Do things better. For example, I know I feel really guilty about receiving treatment for my mental illnesses, when I know some other members of my community or other communities can't afford or can't don't have access to the things I have and things that could help them feel better. So why should I have it when they can't? Honestly, has been a really big struggle for me. And honestly, that's how this radio show was born. I felt, hey, I feel really bad. I feel really guilty and sad about how I am not doing anything to change this huge gap of access to mental health care. I feel really bad about being able to have access to medication and doctors and therapists while my friends can't talk to their parents about it because there's too much of a stigma. Where there's people who can't afford it and their insurance doesn't cover it or they don't have insurance and they don't have access to the kind of things that I have. So I decided I'm going to make a radio show. I'm going to speak out against it because I don't want anybody to live in a world where there's resources that are held back from them because of things they can't change. I want people to feel safe in their community, safe in their home, safe in their own brain. And I can't do much to change that, honestly. I am just one person, but if I could just make one person feel a little bit kinder, a little bit kinder to themselves, a little bit more compassionate, act a little bit nicer to people they see, maybe I can make a little bit of a difference. And you can too. So this is kind of where I was leading with this conversation was the guilt we feel around mental illness. I can't speak for everybody, but there's a lot of people who feel really guilty about their condition, about why do I feel this way when everything in my life seems to be perfect. Maybe you have a close friend or a family member or somebody you don't know that well that is struggling with mental illness or their mental health and you can feel really guilty about that. You can feel really guilty about the happiness that you feel and why they don't get to have that or something. It could be literally anything. Heck, maybe they're- they can't sew and they ripped a part of their pants and they can't sew it but you can sew and so you feel- you feel like, oh I wish I could just give them all of my sewing abilities. That is such a random metaphor but I guess it works. Like, you just want to be able to give them what you have but realistically, the best you can do is be there for them. If you're feeling extra guilty, I encourage you to take a moment to Interact with it from a place of curiosity rather than self-blame. Approaching it from a place of curiosity and really questioning why do I feel this way? What can I do about it? Another thing really good to do with guilt is to just talk about it. Maybe it'll help raise awareness. Maybe it'll help you just process what you're feeling. Maybe it could help other people feel less alone in their guilt, but... Regardless, I hope you know that you are not alone in your emotions and there are people out there who will listen, who care about you, who love you, and who are experiencing the same thing. I encourage you to reach out if you're struggling. Again, I will continuously advocate for sticking up for yourself in your own brain. Um, before I end for today, I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit more about how my show got its name. As you know, this is the Tide Show. Um, it's actually from based off of the movie Castaway. Castaway is my favorite movie in the entire world. That and Goodwill Hunting. Goodwill Hunting is really up there too. But Castaway, if you don't know, it's basically a plot of this man, played by Tom Hanks, gets into a plane crash and he's stranded on the island alone. I think he's there for like three years or something, like some really long time period, some really long time period or something, and he feels really hopeless and like he's never gonna get off the island, but he one day, okay, I'm gonna spoil the movie a little bit. So if you want to watch the movie Castaway, I mean, it's kind of obvious that he like makes it off of the island like i feel like that that would be a really bad movie if he was just like hey i got stranded on an island okay now he's just there for the rest of his life or now he's just dead like he's not he's never getting off um but he, yeah so he ends up getting off but the the way he ends up getting off is the tide brings in actually a like a door of a porta potty and you're like, what the heck? What does this have to do with your show name? Um, the Tide brings him this porta potty door that he uses as a sail. And there's this huge monologue at the end of the movie, which I love to rewatch whenever I'm feeling hopeless. And I'll read it to you because I think it's actually really applicable to our situation today and feeling really hopeless with things in the political environment, of things in our life, with COVID. And yeah, so I'm going to read it. It says, I added it all up, and I knew that I had lost her. I was gonna die there, totally alone. I was gonna get sick or get injured or something. I had power over nothing. And that's when this feeling came over me like a warm blanket. I knew, somehow, that I had to stay alive. Somehow, I had to keep breathing. Even though there was no reason to hope, and all my logic said that I would never see this place again, so that's what I did. I stayed alive, I kept breathing. And one day my logic was proven all wrong because the tide came in and gave me a sail. And now I'm here, I'm back. And do you know what I have to do now? I gotta keep breathing because tomorrow the sun will rise. Who knows what the tide could bring? Tide show based off of Castaway um, and that little monologue in who knows what the tide could bring because I think it's such, the whole movie is just such a good metaphor for feeling hopeless it's just this whole movie about feeling so hopeless but the only thing you can do is move forward and who knows what the tide could bring we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring we don't know what a couple hours are gonna, from now we're going to bring we don't know what a year from now we're going to bring so we just have to keep breathing we have to keep moving forward and to me that is such a powerful quote you don't know what's gonna happen, so keep going. I think this has been the most like, inspirational quote that I've carried with me throughout my journey. So I encourage you to keep that in your brain next time. Maybe even watch the movie Cast Away. I know I Loki just spoiled it. That's all right. It's a really good movie to still watch anyway. I thought I would just share that really quickly with you guys and keep in mind that moving forward, who knows what the tide could bring. Just keep on moving forward. We don't know what's gonna happen, so keep on going. And honestly, that's kind of scary. Like to think about, like you literally don't know what's gonna happen. But at the same time, that's so comforting because things could change. Things could turn around. We just have to wait for them to turn around. And that's, and it's really hard to keep going through a really hard time. But for me, this gives me something to hold on to, to know that something could change. So grab your porta potty um, doors and <laughs> keep pushing through whatever you're going through. Who knows what the tide could bring. All right, that brings today's episode to an end. Thank you so much for listening to The Tide Show. I'm Ren Novak, and please, please, please treat yourself with kindness. Who knows what the tide could bring?